John, or as we affectionately call him here, Papa John here uh, at the church, um, to just remind us of that, that we're on a journey in the wilderness and um, God is the guide, right? When the people of God were in the wilderness, they only had one guide, which was the cloud, the cloud of God uh, guiding them every single step of the way especially in the unknown. Estamos en nuestra nueva etapa y Dios es nuestro guía. And so it's such a pleasure and joy to finally be here together as God's people. And we'll just jump in uh, straight into the word of God. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and uh, open them up. If you have your, your devices, follow along. We have Bibles right in the back. We'll actually be putting more Bibles over the next few weeks to fill up that Bible table there with anything we would need. And it'll also be right in the back also. And um, today's scripture reading is going to be from the, the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 to 24. And we're going to be starting this whole new uh, series of teaching in this month that we're calling um, a Life of Praise, which is just a life song, how our songs can be the song of praise that we lift up to the Lord. Not just, so how we can praise God through our lives, our words, and our actions, not just through the songs that we sing. The songs that we sing are a celebration. They're an outburst of the life song that we sing in our hearts. Amen. And so we're going to uh, share um, in this passage from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 24. And during this month, we're going to be doing something a little bit different where we're going to dive into the word of God, then reflect on a song, a meditate on a song that can be that, a life song for us. And then we'll close out in prayer and close with one final song. So we're, we'll be having an extra time of worship during this month of June because uh, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And as we worship we gain strength. We gain strength. We gain new abilities. So what we need in this new beginning is strength. And we gain strength through worship, through living a life of praise. So we're going to be reflecting on that together, how our lives can be a song that we lift up to the Lord and how our church life can be a song that we lift up to the Lord in this month of June. So let's go ahead and open up to uh, the, the book of 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 24. And um, you can follow along in your Bibles. And if you have it in, in, uh, in Spanish, you can follow along in Spanish also. Um, that will be uh, available for, for you. Um, and uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning 16 to 24. For today, I'll, I'll be reading it in English. Let's hear from the word of God. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Regocijar siempre. Uh, orad sin cesar. Dar gracias en todas circunstancias. Esta es la voluntad de Dios en su vida. Going on here, verse 19. Do not quench the spirit. Do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. Verse 23. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless 
at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. Amen. Let's pray. God, we thank you because your word is true. And as your people, Lord, we take you at your word. When you tell us something, we believe you're a God of your word. So we believe it because you said it, Lord. If you said it, we believe it because you are a God of your word, God. And Lord, you have given us your word that you will be faithful and that the good work you started in us, you will not abandon, but you will bring to completion. Señor, um, eres un Dios fiel, grande, y te tomamos a tu palabra y tus promesas. We thank you, Lord, because you're the one who's brought us here. No one else. You have God. You're doing something beautiful in, in things that we see and things that we don't see, Lord. We've closed one chapter, as our brother John was telling us. But, Lord, today we're opening a whole new chapter, a whole new beginning that has unlimited possibility, Lord, We pray for all of those that will be transformed, God, in this space as long as you have us here, as long as you call us here, God. You know our deepest needs. And God, today we say yes to you. Forgive us where we haven't taken you at your word and instead we've given into fear instead of faith. Today, Lord God, you're calling us in this new chapter, in this new season to increase our faith, Lord. As we trust you more and grow deeper in you, Lord, you always call us to more faith, never less. Whether we're younger, whether we're older, whether we're teenagers, adults, young adults, elderly, Lord, you call us to more faith. So give us faith to trust you and to believe that your word is true, that you will Finish what you started, Lord. And that you will never, ever abandon us, God. That's something we never have to fear. We can hold on and trust in your faithfulness. Podemos confiar en tu gran fidelidad y en tus promesas. We love you, Lord. Speak to us today. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 So we're in a time of a fresh start. A whole new beginning together. Estamos en un tiempo de una, una, un nuevo principio. And a fresh start, a new beginning altogether. The possibilities are endless. Yes, it can feel scary. But there is so much hopefulness ahead of us. There is more hopefulness ahead of us than fear that surrounds us. Because God will make a way. Right now, where we're sitting, this is testimony that God has made a way. And he will continue to. Yeah, we give God glory. By the way, it's really cool to be a lot closer to everyone and actually hear what you're thinking and, and pray alongside. Before I realized, you just get used to what you have, right? And you don't know what you don't know. And we were actually like, Many feet apart, but this is beautiful to just be together as the family of God uh, reflecting together. So it's a fresh new start, a fresh new beginning. 
So I'm thinking this can be a time for all of us to get to know each other once again with fresh eyes with, uh, and even reintroducing ourselves to each other. So I want to do that today. And I want to reintroduce myself to you as, as, uh, as a uh, partner in mission, in ministry, as your pastor. So new space, new beginning, new introductions. Hello. <laughs> My name's Carlos Coro. I'm the pastor here of Imago Church and your mission partner and friend. And I'm so grateful for this season that God has us in. God has invited us into this time together. Individually, he's called each one of us, but he's called us together as a family to take these next steps of faith. Dios nos ha llamado juntos como una familia para tomar estos nuevos pasos de fe. And um, as you know, a little bit about me, right? Um, I'm, I'm grateful to be surrounded by my faith family and also my home family that God has called me to, to steward, love, and care for. Uh, my wife, Charlotte, um, our three uh, sons, Lemmy, Lael, and Leander. And I'm looking forward to hearing more about what God is doing in your story as well in this time. I want to hear more about those only God, those divine appointments that you're having each and every day in this new season. I want to be able to walk alongside you, especially in what you talked about during the connecting question. What are some of your goals, your spiritual goals, your home goals, your house goals in this time as well? So most of you know, again, it's in this spirit of newness and reintroductions. I'm from Southern California. That's where I grew up, where I was raised with uh, both of my parents, a brother and a sister. I was originally, when I was very, very young, a baby, I was born in uh, northern uh, Baja California in Mexico, but I grew up in Los Angeles County where I spent my entire childhood um, up until going to high school. Until uh, after high school, I went up to college in northern California, and um, that's where I, I did my education, my undergrad, my bachelor's, all of that stuff. But then I spent most of my 20s up in northern California. And I started my, my career there uh, in my call to ministry as well um, in, in Northern California. God has given me the opportunity to serve all kinds of churches, uh, larger, smaller, everything in between. So no surprises because everywhere we go, people are people. And we all need the Lord. We all need that newness, that transformation, that hope, that healing that comes from him. Just a little bit about my faith background as well. Um, so I've kind of been all over the place with different types of uh, uh, um, faith traditions and Christian traditions, especially Christian traditions. So as I mentioned, just kind of my context, and this is maybe like some of you too, but I was born and uh, culturally born and baptized Catholic as a young child, but then um, raised um, here uh, in a Christian setting or Protestant setting, um, in Southern California, and I grew up actually in a, a smaller to mid-sized uh, Spanish-speaking church in the Los Angeles area with people from all over, um, you know, Los Angeles and um, also from uh, different parts of, 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 uh, of the area, and particularly first generation, led by first-generation Spanish-speaking uh, leaders as well. But then when I was in college, that's where I started 
becoming more familiar with other ways to, to do church, especially that weren't just, you know, one dominant culture or one way of doing things. Um, and it was when I was in college that I started um, serving uh, different types of churches, um, whether it's a Protestant, Presbyterian, all, all of that. But um, for me, um, I actually came to the Lord when I was 16 years old. A los 16 años es cuando, uh, es cuando confesé mi vida a Cristo. So that's why I think it's so important, and I love that our young people, youth, children are all here together because we're all part of God's family. There is no just Mickey Mouse ear. Uh, that was an image I used to use. It doesn't always work with everyone. But you know how to draw Mickey Mouse, right? There's the circle and then the, the ears on the side. Youth and children are not just a little ear on the side. They're a part of God's family here together. And most people, most of us that will actually follow the Lord come to faith when we're teenagers or children as well. So um, our teenagers, our youth, our children, you have such uh, an important role here and we're grateful that you're here. Because I personally, I came to, to, to know the Lord when I was 16 years old. And it was in a critical turning point in my life at the age of 16, when I submitted my life to Christ. A los 16 años sometí mi vida a Cristo. I submitted my life to Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, life has really um, evolved, has grown, has changed. There's been joys, there's been challenges since then, since that initial encounter with the Lord when I was 16 year old, years old. That was over 20 years ago for me now. And I can tell you, though, that these really have been um, the, the, the most, uh, these past 20 years of being in Christ have been the richest years of my life. They've been years where God has shaped me, has molded me, has challenged me, has stretched me, has grown my heart and my mind to reflect more the heart and mind of Jesus. God has done it in and through me. I haven't done it myself. How about for you? What's your story been like? Where has God met you where you were at and transformed you into a new creation, into being someone new? Since I surrendered my life to Jesus when I was 16 years old, again, well over 20 years ago, God has drawn me nearer to him and brought people close to my life to help mold me into the man that God created me to be. That's what God is doing. That's what the Spirit is doing when we gather together. He gathers us to give us, gives, to give us new hearts and new minds to reflect the heart and mind of Jesus. And in, in this journey of discipleship, which is our journey of following Jesus together, um, you know, for me as a pastor, Every single week, just like some of those that serve, I'm constantly pouring out, so I need to be poured into as well. I find my strength in actively pursuing some of these spiritual routines, some of these disciplines of meditating on the Word of God, of praying, of serving, resting in the Lord as well. And all of these habits have really shaped my life um, in order to stay spiritually fit. Because if I'm not spiritually fit, that impacts first and foremost my family, my spiritual life, the congregation. And the same with you. God has called you into different circles of influence. So one of the best things you can do to bless those around you is to stay spiritually fit. So what does that routine of spiritual fitness look like for you? 
during the month of June as we're reflecting on the Psalms and what our life song will be, we'll be talking more and more about that. But yeah, just again, in the spirit of reintroduction, a bit more about me. My wife and I, we met when we were both the college students um, at the tender age of 21. Feels like a lifetime ago, right? Um, and uh, it was in a joint kind of mission experience where, um, uh, you know, of course, we were both taking part in God's mission together. But then after meeting Charlotte, I had my own mission. And, I, and part of that mission was to uh, pursue this godly woman that would become my wife uh, eventually. And um, uh, we actually started in just friendship. We've been, we're friends for several years. We got engaged in 2011, then uh, married in 2012. And um, this is something that I always tell people every time I introduce myself to them or reintroduce myself to them. But one thing that you guys should know about me, just to be upfront, is that I've actually been married three times. Yeah, I've been married three times to the same woman. <laughs> so we actually had uh, three different marriage ceremonies. <laughs> I love the reaction every single time. It's like some people are almost getting ready to like walk out. But, <laughs> but it's the truth. Don't hate on the truth. Don't hate the messenger, right? But <laughs> um, Charlotte and I had uh, three uh, different wedding ceremonies, one in her home country over in East Africa. And we had a wedding over there. And then uh, one in the church that we were serving in Northern California. And then, of course, the, the civil union. But yeah, over the years, uh, God has been faithful. We have this beautiful family of five, our seven-year-old, our second, uh, second grader, Lemmy or uh, Lemuel. Um, and uh, that name actually means belonging to God. And then we have our five-year-old in kindergarten, Lael, or Lael um, and that name means committed to God. And then our 11-month-old, who's going to be one uh, this month, uh, Leander, uh, and uh, that name means brave or courageous. And so um, that's, that's just a little bit about our family, a bit about who we are. Again, I know sometimes we can get into the routines every single week, right? And you hear this pastor, this friend, this brother speaking to you, and you're like, well, who even is this person, <laughs> right? And I just want to share a little bit more of my heart with you and uh, as we go on this journey together as well. So Charlotte and I started our marriage up in, the, in, in uh, Northern California, but we've also had uh, time to be formed in different parts of the country. We lived in the Northeast in uh, New Jersey for several years, where I did uh, graduate school, my training to become a pastor um, over there. And uh, that's where I, I got my, my master's in divinity and became ordained um, as, a, as a pastor and minister. And um, uh, over the past 15, 16 years, I've been able to serve as a pastor in leading several churches, organizations um, in, in, in different areas in California and outside of California as well. And uh, my call actually started when I was pretty young. Um, just like I mentioned to you, I came to the Lord when I was uh, 16 years old. And um, the year after that is when God started to develop my call in, in pursuing him when I was 17 years old. Um, that's actually what I like to call uh, a Timothy. In, in the New Testament, there's this young person named Timothy, this young man named Timothy that Paul constantly encourages. And that was part of my story as well, being able to serve in leading youth groups and young adult ministries and all of that. 
Um, and uh, some of my, the things that I'm passionate about, even outside of ministry and church life, is uh, I love building relationships. I mean, that's why here at Imago, there's just so much to that, right, of hope through relationships. I love uh, traveling, music, um, philosophy and theology, reading, um, different uh, movies as well. Uh, and s- some of those things are, are what I like to do to be able to rest in the Lord as well. And I think some of the key gifts God has given me as, as a leader, as a pastor, um, is being able to cast a vision, to uh, preach the word, to care for God's people. But we're the body of Christ. We're all in this together. Those are the gifts I have. What about the gifts that you have that God would use to build up Imago Church in this next season, in this next chapter? ¿Cuáles son los dones que Dios le ha dado a usted para uh, formar esta iglesia en este nuevo capítulo? So, again, I shared a little bit about my life and my experiences because I want you to understand part of who God has made me how God has made me to be here in this space, in this season, to be able to love and serve you. And I want to get to know the same about you. What is your life song? What is the song that God has shaped with all the ups, the downs, the challenges, the joys that has made you who you are today? These experiences have helped me to, to, to develop um, my own gifts, my own strengths, to become aware of my own limitations as well. Um, and even in this short overview of my story, what can you see? You can see that every story goes through different seasons. Every life goes through different seasons. If we had time for everyone here to be able to share, just like I did, a little bit about your story, your life, One thing that's going to come up for your story, just like mine, even if it's different, is the fact that we are always in a season. I want you to remember that. I think we have a slide for it. We are always in a season. Siempre estamos en una etapa. We're always in one season that is, in, in, that is either growing, developing, that's transitioning. We are always in a season. And we give God praise for all of the seasons that we've been able to experience together. And we give God praise for all the seasons we've been through together, even as a church community. We are always in a season. Siempre estamos en una etapa juntos. We have seen God take this church community through all kinds of seasons. And today is the beginning of a new season. We've seen God take us through extreme challenges together. We've seen God fill us up with abundant joy. But above all, in those seasons, the common pattern for us as a church community has been God's faithfulness. He has never stopped being faithful to us. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. And before going in, as I talked a little bit about this season that we're in, this season that we finished, and this season that we're going to continue in together, I just want to pause and actually thank you and appreciate you. And I want you to hear this from me, from your pastor that loves you, cares for you, prays for you. I want you to hear, well done, 
Well done, good and faithful servants. Let's give God praise for that. Well done. We've gone through this season to a new season. Well done, good and faithful servants. Now together, as God's people, let's move forward. Let's move forward to the new thing that our God is doing in us and through us. Let's be better together for the sake of the kingdom. We need us all. We need the body of Christ, younger, older, whatever season you're in. Let's move forward together here. And I thank you for, God's, uh, for trusting in God's faithfulness, but all, even in your faithfulness, for continuing to trust in all that God is doing in and through us here as a community. I know it hasn't been easy, but God remains faithful. During these seasons of transition, I love reflecting on these words from the prophet Isaiah. Hay un pasaje en el libro de Isaías que me encanta ver en tiempos de transición. And where we read here, in this passage, we read the good news of God about the new thing that God is doing. And I want us to apply these words to the new thing that God is doing in you, the new thing that God is doing in us together as a church community here at Imago Church. This is an invitation from God to you to start a new chapter. Start a new season together. Start to work toward something new for God's kingdom here in Visalia, in the valley, and beyond the surrounding area. With Christ at the center and community around us, all things are possible. Todo es posible. Yes, there's been challenges behind, but we have hopefulness ahead of us. Let's move forward together on this journey. Let's do life together and become more like Jesus in these steps of faith that we're taking. And together, let's lean into mission by helping people find their way back to God. There are a lot of people over the last few years that have, um, that have uh, you know, misdirected or taken a wrong turn or whatnot, but together as a community, we can help people find their way back to God especially people that feel unmoved or unconvinced, we can be a channel of grace. We can be uh, one of the tools that God uses to help people find their way back to a God who loves them with a passion. That's why we exist. And in this space, that's what God's going to do. He's going to use us to help people find their way back to God. That's why we're here. That's part of the mission. That's part of the call. And he's going to use each and every one of us just as we are for that purpose. And I want you to reflect on this passage. It always speaks to me, especially in times when I'm thinking and reflecting on new seasons. It's from Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 to 19. If we can open it up, open it up there, please. And I want you to apply this for yourself. Las palabras de Isaías 43, 18 al 19. It says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? 
I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Dios está haciendo algo nuevo en su vida. Algo nuevo en nuestra comunidad. I am doing a new thing. So today, we're standing in a really important place together as a family, as a community. We're at the end of one season, but the beginning of a whole new season together. The old is gone, and the new has come. Amen. We've come this far by faith. Hemos venido tan lejos como hoy por medio de fe. We've come this far by faith, leaning and trusting in the Lord, not just in ourselves, not just in other people, not just in circumstances, because those have been all over the place, but trusting in the Lord. We've come this far by faith, and we will move forward by faith, abiding, hoping, believing in the living God. Each one of us here is on a journey and Jesus meets us right where we're at and takes us where we need to be. So for this season, as we're all stepping into it together, we're going from one level to the next level. We're believing that God will do something new as he says, that, as he, says he will. And let's remember, friends, brothers, sisters, that in this new season, God is not done. Dios no ha terminado. God is not done, but in fact, this is a whole new beginning. As it says here in this passage that we read earlier in 1 Thessalonians uh, 5.24, if we can put it up, the one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. He will move us forward. He will make a way, even when it seems like there is no way. As it says in this passage, That's the theme that we want to be looking at throughout this new season. The new thing, the new season that God is inviting us to together. And as we read this, I want you to make that your prayer in this time. And we can put it up one more time. Uh, 1 Thessalonians passage from verse 23 to 24. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And you can apply your name here. Friends, brothers, sisters. The one who calls you is faithful. And he will do it. As we abide, as we trust in Jesus Christ to be our cornerstone, to be our rock in this time, Our story doesn't end, but it's an invitation to a whole new beginning. When we live our, our, our faith out, when we sing this life song through our lives, our words, and actions, our story becomes much, much bigger. We're part of an eternal story together, where our goal is not just to get quick fixes or quick results, but we're actually working toward eternal fruit as we're part of an eternal story. So today is the first day of the rest of our lives. 
Today is the first day of a whole new beginning, of a whole new chapter, of a whole new season, of a whole new day. And I know that that can feel a little scary sometimes. There can be all kinds of mixed feelings or if you're anything like me, butterflies in your stomach or uncertainty or things that we have to let go of in order for, to let God do new things in our lives. But that's all part of the process. That's all part of, doing, of God doing that new thing in us and through us. God has come to us and he's called us into mission and he's called us into this new chapter, into this new season together. Dios nos ha llamado a este, a este nuevo capítulo juntos. So in this new season, may we hold on to the promises of our faithful God. Imago Church, friends, brothers, sisters, the one who calls you is faithful. The one who calls us is faithful. And he will do it. Amen. So we're going to take a time to reflect on, uh, on a song. And then as we uh, reflect on this song, let this be your prayer. Let this be your life song. And then we'll come together and we'll conclude our time in the message. Then we'll pray and we'll have one final song. So let's come together and let's pray this next song. Vamos a orar durante esta canción. And you can feel free to stand. You can feel 